we explored in this way when we were children. And there was a reason we were naturally drawn to those explorations. If you bring it back to your adult life now, I think you're going to be amazed at exactly what happens and what part of you just finds it sheer delight. Welcome to the Creative Solutions Podcast. On the show, it's my job to tease out the creative solutions my guests are coming up with to change the world through creativity, social action, and mindset. I also give you tips and techniques so you can do the same. This episode is brought to you by my class, Meditation for Busy People, where you'll learn how to relieve stress and discover clarity and joy in just five minutes a day. It's also brought to you by the Brain FM app and this podcast host, Podbean. Also, follow the podcast on Instagram or TikTok and check out our shop for merch, music, and musings. The links are all in the show notes. Hey there, and welcome to this week's episode of the Creative Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Isolde Trachtenberg. Grateful that you took the time to be here. A couple of weeks ago, I explored the steps that you can take to make the transition from your current career to a more creative one, right? If you're ready to make that change, if you're ready to go, here are some of the steps. So if you want to listen to that episode, go back a couple of weeks and you're going to be able to find it. But what if you're not ready to make that transition fully? Or what if you don't want to go full time into a creative career, but you do want to infuse more of your life with creativity? So in this episode, I want to talk with you about the transformative power of creativity and how doing a few tweaks in your routines, in your days, can really, really, really give you an upwelling of creative spirit and innovation in every single thing you do. So if you're feeling a little stuck or a little bored or experiencing an itch of sorts that seems to be persistent, you're not alone. Sometimes there's something inside of us that, that we need to express, that, that's a lingering thought or emotion that you might be struggling to articulate. Certainly, I've had that happen. And in those times, creativity becomes, I think, the key to unlocking those feelings and bringing joy and fulfillment back into your life. If you've listened to this show at all, you know that I believe creativity is the answer to all things creative thinking, innovation, and how we can come up with those, yes, creative solutions to the problems we're all facing on a personal and a global scale. If we can use creativity to do it, I think we're going to come up with solutions and ideas that are going to change everything and perhaps could save everything. But creativity is a deeply individual journey. It's unique to every single person who embarks on it. And it's not just about painting or writing poetry, but it's about finding those unique and personal ways to express yourself. So if you're ready to start this path, let's explore six ways to infuse your day-to-day life with creativity. First and foremost, let's reconnect with your inner child. Let's think about the activities that brought you immense joy during your childhood, your younger years, when you were a kid. Did you draw? Did you play with clay? Did you dance in your living room? Whatever you did, those kinds of activities might still hold a special place in your heart. And if you revisit them, that can be a powerful way to feed your soul and bring back some of that creative juice. For me, 
it's always been about singing. I used to spend hours lost in music. I would sing to the radio. I would sing with other people as often as I possibly could. Singing in harmony is almost, almost always something about the magic of making music together that brings me immense joy. So singing in harmony with people is probably my favorite way. And only more recently have I discovered that writing, particularly writing plays and the musical that I'm writing right now, brings me almost as much joy as singing in harmony. So it's still part of that same flavor. And certainly when I was in high school and I did my first musical theater with Andrew Lippa and Jeffrey Seller and Carol Rosenblatt and Susan Green and Adam Parker and so many other people, when I did that first bit of musical theater, it brought me to life like nothing else has brought me to life. Now, what's interesting is as I've grown, the way I do things has changed. I'm not sure that I was ever cut out to do eight shows a week for a year. I, I, in fact, I'm pretty sure I wasn't cut out to do that. But was I cut out to write the shows that other people would do eight shows a week for a year or two or six or whatever, right? Could I be Stephen Schwartz? Could I be Lin-Manuel Miranda? I know, I know. <laughs> I'm talking big. But you see what I mean? That the things that I loved to do when I was a kid, singing specifically, not as much violin playing, to be honest, but singing, especially singing with others, and especially musical theater once I discovered it, were the things that brought me the most joy. And now, what do I do with my spare time? Well, I write books, sure, and I lead the philosopher's tones, sure. But I combine the loves of writing and music and I'm writing a musical. And that to me is so exciting and it fulfills me in ways that I didn't even realize that I needed to be fulfilled, right? So it's like, I think the thing for me is that it's like reconnecting with an old friend you haven't talked to in decades. And you know that feeling when you haven't talked to someone in forever and when you finally do talk to each other again, it's like no time has passed at all. I have some friends like that that I talk to infrequently once every few years. And let me tell you, it's as if nothing has changed. No time has passed and we're right back in that rhythm. And when I'm doing work in music, when I'm doing work in writing and musical theater specifically, that's the same kind of feeling. I am right back on stage playing Bellamy and the Fantastics when I was in 10th grade and loved it more than life itself, right? So I would love for you to try this. Try a personal favorite activity from your past and bring it back into your routine. For example, if you love painting as a child, spend an afternoon with brushes and colors and create without judgment. Yes, yes, you might be rusty, aren't we all, if you haven't done something for a while. But what a wonder it would be to get back into the painting. For me, it's, it goes back to singing, but I decided recently to take on another challenge. As I'm writing this musical, I'm realizing, oh boy, in order for me to really bring all of myself to it, I need to do something that I've actually been afraid of musically for the better part of 40 years, and that is playing the piano. I think playing the piano would be the thing that I would need to do in order to write the songs for a musical as well as I need to. And so I've embarked on that journey. I have started learning to play the piano with 
a really wonderful, it's called Simply Live, I think is the app. I can't think of it right now. Uh, I'm not affiliated with it or anything, but I love this app. It's letting me practice and it helps you correct yourself when you're off, when you're off in timing or when you hit the wrong notes or whatever. And I'm already making incredible progress at and I've given myself one of my Pomodoro sets, 25 minutes. I practice the piano 25 minutes a day and I stop and then I move on with the rest of my day. But it's I've made it part of my routine already. So whatever it is you used to love to do, whether or not you love to dance or or uh, paint or sculpt or draw, whatever it was that you love to do, try doing that. Try bringing that back for yourself and don't judge what you create. Right. If you were a dancer, put music on and boogie on down. If you love to draw, grab pencils and paper and see what you come up with. I think that's so important for us is to re-recognize that we did this, that we explored in this way when we were children. And there was a reason we were naturally drawn to those explorations. If you bring it back to your adult life now, I think you're going to be amazed at exactly what happens and what part of you just finds it sheer delight. Moving on, let's talk about making time for being creative. I know, life is hectic, and I get the challenges of finding time for those personal pursuits. I completely understand when you have to carve out dedicated time for your creative endeavors. It's not a luxury. I think it's a necessity. So I encourage you to start small perhaps 10 minutes a day, or if you have Pomodoro, if you use something like a, a timer to keep your day on track, maybe 25 minutes a day, maybe five minutes a day. You might do it before breakfast or right before bed. Find a time that works for you and treat it as sacred. It's worth it because it's your innate creative ideas and talent and skills that you're developing. The big thing is you got to be consistent. Consistency is key in building and maintaining a creative routine. The next thing we should talk about is sort of creating and carving out a physical space for your creative pursuits. I think it's just as important as finding the time, actually. It doesn't need to be a separate room. It can be a specific chair, a tiny corner somewhere. Designate a space for your creativity, and that space will signal to your brain that it's time to be creative. And I encourage you to personalize it with items that inspire you, maybe a favorite book or a candle or a piece of artwork or something that resonates with your deepest soul. Find the things that you love and put little bits of it right around where you're going to create. And that's really the thing that I encourage you to do. Find a spot in your home where you feel comfortable and you feel inspired and then personalize it with items that resonate with you. That's going to create an environment that fuels your creativity. Now let's move on to inspiration. If you surround yourself with things that ignite, that spark that creativity, it's going to increase your ability to be creative. It's just how it is, right? So if you surround yourself with things that make it woo, jump out for you, then it's going to be amazing. 
It could be you go for a walk in nature, you might go visit an art gallery, or if you live near a museum, go visit a museum. Or you might just flip through a magazine, right? Magazines are amazing for this kind of thing because they have so much beautiful design, so much beautiful artwork just in the pages and lots of colors, things that are going to really sort of tap into that part of you that's already thinking creativity, even if it's subconsciously. So pay attention to what stirs your imagination and then bring it into your daily routine. For example... I walk every single morning. I walk to the playground near my house and I do Tai Chi and I sometimes will walk around. There's a little track, but the, the fresh air, the leaves on the trees, the, the time spent out in nature under the blue sky and or today when it was gray and rainy, that's okay, right? Even if it's gray and rainy, I love bringing out my, I have this bright pink umbrella that I take with me and I'm walking under my umbrella. And if you've watched any of my TikToks, you've probably seen me uh, make TikToks and Instagram reels with some of these ideas under that pink umbrella. And why do I do that? It's because it's when inspiration strikes. I go, okay, let me record. And then I put it out there. I put out my ideas And they come to me in part because I took that time to go for that walk. It's first thing in the morning. It's before I do all my other chores, except for meditating. Meditating comes first, but it sets the tone and it lets that creative energy really flourish. So I want to encourage you to consider this sort of a form of mindfulness, right? If, If a morning walk in the park inspires you, great. Make it part of your daily routine and make it almost ritual. Like find the umbrella, find the the cup that you're going to want to bring your coffee in. Allow that to infuse your day with that creative, inspirational energy. Okay. And then I want to talk about collaboration. And now you've heard me talk that I lead and manage the Philosopher's Tones, which is a holiday caroling group. I also work with my friend and collaborator, Valerie Higgs, who's an amazing pianist. And she and I have a band called Open Fifth. And I do work on my own. But I got to tell you, working with other people, letting that inspiration build from one person to the next to the next, there's to me, there's nothing like it. So when you're thinking about getting back into being collaborative, back into being creative, consider sharing that creative journey with other people. You can maybe join a local art class or start a writing group like I did with the Vegan Writers of New York City. You can think about collaborating on some sort of a project with a friend or a colleague. Ah, very important, right? If you are thinking about bringing more creativity per the episode a couple weeks ago, if you're thinking about bringing more creativity into your life, but also into your work, Again, collaborating with a colleague on some sort of creative project for work will spark that creativity and innovative part of you, but also bring creativity more into your individual life because I think it can do it in some unexpected ways. I have a couple of collaborative art projects that I'm going through and I'm going to be holding for the play that I just wrote called Listen, I'm going to be going through and having a bunch of people read the play. And a friend of mine asked me, are you going to read one of the parts? And I said, no, I want it to be something that washes over me. I just want the other people's collaborative effort of reading the play out loud 
to be what informs whether or not the play works, right? I've gotten it to where I can get it, but now I will get other people's input and ideas to make it go even further and make it into something that hopefully is beautiful and also unique. So I want to encourage you to broaden that perspective, right? Collaborate on a project with someone whose skills complement or supplement yours. And I think the result is going to surprise and delight both or all of you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I love talking about this stuff so much because I think the more we infuse creativity and the artistic and creative and innovative sensibility into our daily lives, the happier we will be. I think that that ends up going for all of us. I really do. And in the next couple of episodes, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about how to infuse creativity into your work life. This has been a little bit more about your personal, your individual at-home life. And the next episode that is a me solo episode is going to be talking about, I'm going to explore a few techniques that you can employ to bring more creativity and innovation into your work day. And I think that's going to also be a really interesting episode and hopefully will give you food for thought. Until next time, this is Isolde Trachtenberg for the Creative Solutions Podcast, reminding you that one of the ways that I am creative is I use the Brain FM app. I am on a many, 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 many week streak. It keeps track for me <laughs> of how many weeks I've used it, and it's many. I use it almost daily to to help me sleep, but also to help me create. There's a there's a a setting where you can actually be on that in that place of it's going to talk to you about the different ways that you can embrace creativity while using the app to help your brain tap into itself a little bit better. And I love it. And if you want to try it, there's a link in the show notes. You can go for it and you get like 20% off if you uh, if you do it through my little link that I give in the show notes. Yes, I'll get a kickback. It's true. I'm an affiliate. I love the app. I use it, as I said, daily. It has stood the test of time for the last few years. And since I started using it, I've written plays, I've written books, I've written songs, I've performed a lot. I've just really utilized it in that way. I also use it to help me meditate. I use it to help me sleep. I use it to help me do accounting, which often is really like I do a weekly... uh, reconciliation of my finances every Sunday morning. That's part of my routine. And when I do it, I put the Brain FM app on in my ears and it helps me stay on target and it helps me do numbers, which I'm not particularly well versed in without it. And I'm so much better and so much find it so much easier to do. So try the app, see if you like it. Uh, I hope you do. And if you do, and you like it, let me know. All right. Until next time, this is Isolde Trachtenberg for the Creative Solutions Podcast reminding you. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. I If you're listening to this on Cyber Monday, I have some fun sales in my shop. I totally forgot to talk about that. I have some fun sales in my shop. You can get... Uh, some stickers, you can get some t-shirts, you can get some books. Uh, my Speak From Within book, I'm going to make sure is uh, for sale. And of all things, my very first book, Life Elements, Transform Your Life with Earth, Air, Fire, and Water, uh, coaches are using it now. So if you're a coach, uh, drop me a line and let me know, and I'll see about getting you a discount, because I think that is a it's a system that works, that works really well, and to help people sort of 
become well-rounded in the things that they want to do in their lives. And if you are somebody who wants to do it as an individual, go through the system. The life element system is, it works. It just, that's what people have told me is that it works and it helps you define for yourself who you want to be, how you want to be, and it gives you some of the tools to get to that place. And so I'm going to make sure that the Life Elements book is also on sale for Cyber Monday. So if you're listening to this on Cyber Monday uh, and you want the book, go for it. It'll be on sale and you'll be able to get it, go through these the element designation assessment and the element imbalance assessment and see where you are and see what needs to be propped up and what imbalances you need to correct so that you become a well-rounded, thinking, feeling, active, yet also peaceful individual. Until next time, I always remind you to be bold, be creative, and most of all, be kind. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you being here. Please subscribe to the podcast if you're new, and it would mean the world to me if you told a friend about it. Today's episode was produced by Isolde Trachtenberg and is copyright 2023. As always, please remember this is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Past performance does not guarantee future results, although we can always hope. Until next time, keep living what you believe in. Thank you.